One of my favorite products right now is Purpose by Sovereignty. I've been using it almost every single day. It's been in my purse. It's in my car. Like, I'm that obsessed with it. So Purpose is a CBG plus fermented and adaptogenic herbs blend. I mean, come on, right? Purpose's formula for daytime energy was specifically formulated to boost nitric oxide, you guys, which enhances sex drive. This formula includes seven plant-based ingredients like green tea extract, turmeric, blueberry, which has all been clinically proven to increase nitric oxide, if I get this, 230%. Holy smokes. This leads to more arousal, better sex, and using all natural ingredients, which basically means, you guys, no Viagra prescription needed. Yes, let me repeat that. All natural ingredient ingredients, no Viagra prescription needed. All right. Another one of the reasons why I love Sovereignty so much is that these guys are not afraid to get creative. You know we're all about that here at True Sex and Wild Love. So in an extremely novel offer for my podcast listeners, they are doing something called your favorite money back guaranteed. So for True Sex and Wild Love listeners, you guys, my favorite people in the world, if you purchase the product and do not like it, not only will you get your money back, that's right, not only will you get your money back if you don't like it, but Sovereignty will buy you your favorite supplement instead. I mean, I've never even heard of this before. So this is why I'm telling you. They're extremely novel. They're crazy over there and we love them for it. So what I want you to do is pause this podcast. Yes, pause this podcast and go to sovereignty.co slash T-S-W-L immediately, immediately right now. So one more time, that's go to sovereignty, S-O-V-E-R-E-I-G-N-T-Y.co slash T-S-W-L. W-L. You will not regret it. I promise you guys will love it as much as I do. Enjoy. All right, Wednesday, I got to know something about you because I don't think I've ever asked you this question before. Ooh, ask away. What is your relationship with cannabis? Oh, right. Okay, so I'm sober, right? I've been sober Mm -hmm. for six, sorry, seven and a half years now. So I try to avoid anything with THC in it, but my girlfriends love cannabis and um, I have had some preparations that are like practically zero THC CBD um, preparations. Right. And everybody around me loves, loves cannabis. So it's been such a change from when I was young and it was like a stigmatized thing. What about you? Yeah, I'm a big fan. I used to hate it. I it used to make me like very paranoid and a little my heart would start pounding, maybe just because I just overdid it in okay. the story of my life. Um, but yeah, now I really enjoy it. And like you said, there's some uh, cannabis and, and CBD oils and stuff that you can get with 0% uh, percent THC in it. I use this almost every single day. Okay. This is great because guess what? We are going to get some real lessons today because we are here with Laura Eisman, who is a serial entrepreneur, a genius. I love her. And she has started a new business. Um, She is co-founder of Her Highness, the taglines for which are uh, cannabis feminized is one of the taglines. Laura, please welcome to the show. And please just, we cannot wait to learn from you. I'm so excited. Hi, ladies. I am so thrilled to be here. Um, I love what you were just saying about cannabis because that's exactly why I got into this business and created this um, brand. Um, if I can jump into it, like yeah. really it's about, and I have the same thing, you know, we, ha- we think about getting high a certain way and perhaps getting our cannabis delivered from a pizza delivery guy, maybe (laughs) into your New York City apartments or, you know, and even further back, you know, in college. And we have a certain memory of how we felt when we were high. And that's not necessarily how we want to feel right now in our lives. And Mm. so, yeah, to when I finally got into and learned all about cannabis, I realized that I could actually create product that made women feel the way that they actually want to feel. 
Okay, I want to step back a second. Whitney, I don't know about you, but when I was younger, smoking weed was kind of, I mean, the women I knew did it, but it was like a dude thing. It yeah. Had like a, was, that, was it the same for you? And it's like the skater guys and you would go yeah. to their house and it would smell, it would be like hot boxing the house, you know, and smoke would be coming underneath the doorway and you'd smell like smoke when you went home. Or that like, was my experience yeah. of and it. like Jeff Spicoli in that car in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Like it was just, a, yeah, it was a guy thing is the way I thought of it. Okay. So I dug in a little bit, you guys. This is not going to surprise Laura, but- There are 22.2 million people in the U.S. who use cannabis monthly, and there are more than 100 million lifetime users of cannabis in the U.S. Okay, they they can't all be dudes. They can't all be surfers. They can't all be hippies. I mean, I know that when I was writing on True, lots of women told me that they were Uh, enjoyed cannabis for sex. But what I love about Laura is cannabis feminized. Laura, what percentage of that 100 million people who have used cannabis in their lifetime or the 22.2 million people who are using it at least monthly are women? And how did you get the idea to speak to women about cannabis? So the statistic that I know, um, and I began researching and formulating this about four years ago, um, was that 40% of cannabis users were women. And that was just a starting point. And, and now I, I hear that it's 50%. Um, so it's probably somewhere in that range. But exactly, it wasn't when I started following California, which went legal several years ago, I saw, because California and LA in particular to me is closest to New York. And for that market, it was getting high end. The packaging had changed. They were marketing to new people, but it was still more masculine than feminine. So, you know, this was a very underserved market. And as we all know, women are... um, influencers for purchases of all kinds. And I think the statistic is 85% of all purchases, household purchases are influenced by women. So women are a powerful, powerful group, as we know. And I just thought, you know, there was a white space there. Um, Here was a new industry and um, no one was really focusing specifically on women. So I wanted to jump in there as quickly as possible. And my partner, Allison Krongard, we really connected over this mission to bring cannabis to women, but not just cannabis to women, cannabis to women in a way that made sense in their lives. Can you, I'm interested because I get a lot of questions about this when I talk about CBD, the difference between THC and CBD. Oh, and also between indica and whatever those I don't even know the vocabulary (laughs) words, you guys. I'm so lucky. Go. (laughs) There's basically, it's all one plant. So it's the cannabis plant. And the difference between, well, there's CBD and there's hemp CBD. So when we talk about a legal version of cannabis being CBD, it's specifically hemp. And what that means is that the THC content is below 0.3%. And that's what makes it within, that's legally the limit that categorizes it as hemp CBD. So that's the real difference, but it's the same plant, really. So once that, if that plant, if the THC content becomes above 3%, then it's, it's legal cannabis. It gets into the other category. So, oh, people think, yeah, people think it's a different plant and it really is not. And then indica and sativa are like categories within cannabis that, you know, I think that they've become stereotyped to mean that indica is a more relaxing kind of head high, what they call, and sativa is more energetic. And so you're more high functioning with sativa and indica 
in a traditional sense, you would think of like the couch lock, which is one of those qualities that as a woman, I don't rarely want to go there. Mm-hmm. Got it. Now yeah. I know. Now I and, know but my you know what Somebody told me the other day, I was talking to a farmer who has a hemp farm. And he said that indica and sativa actually came from, is location-based. So a sativa plant would grow better, in, and I don't know where, but certain locations, and indica was, you know, in a different part of the world. And he said that was sort of the basis of it. But it's become to mean different things. And I think it really, I think when um, legal cannabis happens and all these new people were experimenting with cannabis, they needed a reference point. And so that it's become that reference point. And then you have in the middle is what we call a hybrid. But the truth is that most of the strains are actually hybrids because there are very few pure strains. So most strains are kind of a hybrid between two strains that have come together. Right. Because if I'm, mis- mm-hmm. if I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's really challenging to get only THC and or only CBD. Is that right? Well, CBD exists in the cannabis plant. So it's just, just it depends, like the strain would have a different percentage. So you look at mm-hmm. a strain okay. and you look at the percentage of THC and the percentage of CBD. And some strains are very high in THC. You know, usually sativas are a little higher in THC. And THC, um, when you think of, you, you mentioned it earlier, but that paranoia, comes Mm -hmm. from a high THC and so more of a sativa. Mm -hmm. So if you go sativa, you maybe want to do kind of a sativa-leaning hybrid. (laughs) So (laughs) if that makes sense. So you're kind of getting that. Yeah, it's very nice. You're getting that kind of energetic quality, but it's not over the top where you're feeling like, you know, paranoia or jittery, which I think can be an effect. Um, oh my God! That especially women um, don't want. Yeah. But we we're paranoid and jittery and overworked <laughs> all the Enough. time. Okay, we don't need help with that. So I think if I weren't sober, I would be an indica girl. Like I would lean harder on that because I'm looking for relaxation. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I agree. But and do I you think- find good? Go ahead, Wit. Oh, sorry. Someone has a kitten back there, and I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I think it's so cute. Because <laughs> um, when we're talking about what we would want specifically, like, do we want an indica, more, you know, chill vibe, or do we want sativa? Do you find, like, when you came out with this company with Her Highness, did you find that women are using THC and CBD or cannabis in general for different reasons than men are? Well, I think women have a few goals that we've addressed. Um, they want to sleep better. Oh, yes. So, you know, the indica does really come into play with that. You know, that's a really great thing to do at the end of the day and you it helps you relax and you do fall asleep. So um, also this probably, well, pain relief um, is also something that we address with women, you know, mostly menstrual cramp, pain relief, but also headaches and hangovers. We have formulas for that. Um, and like I said earlier, We really want to, so we're bringing cannabis into women's lives. So it's more like, how do women want to feel? And then let's make them feel that way, but better. So our um, our two THC formulas, vape formulas that we've come up with, one is, and we love naming these things because we feel like that's also part of relating to women is in our language, of course. So um, I always tell this story, Allison yeah. and I were formulating, we, we, we used to go to California and we, this is true, we'd rent an Airbnb with a courtyard and we'd invite our formulator to come for the, the entire day. And it was, a, it would be a total breaking bad moment where, you know, he'd be <laughs> cooking away in the middle of the <laughs> courtyard and we would try all these different, you know, until it was perfect. So, you know, we would, oh, it needs a little bit more of this or that. And so after one grueling day, a friend of ours came over and he had a pre-roll, a joint, and 
we started smoking it and Allison and I, everything each other said was so hysterical. You know, when you have that moment and just like, everything is funny. Your friend looks prettier. You're just like, you're just having the best time. And we, we wanted to bottle that basically. So we set out to create our formula, which turned into Giggle. And our Giggle pen is so popular because it literally is a mood changer. We've wow. had such feedback from women who are like, you know, I was in the worst mood and I had some giggle and I had the best night and it's a social formula. So we wanted all women to have that moment where they're done with their day. It's time to like socialize and you just want to be happy and laugh your ass off literally. And so that's why we created Giggle and our other vape formula is called High Priestess. Mm. And that is equally as nice in a very different way. It's completely euphoric. And I always say I like it for sex. It just gets, you know, you kind of get into, you're relaxed, but your head, it's just everything is so beautiful and you feel everything more intensely. And so that's our other formula. And those are my go-tos forever. Like, there's a reason to smoke one of those at any point. You know, I don't really smoke during the day, um, although once in a while. And Allison always says that she loves High Priestess and would love to walk around the city and just be in her total zone. And, you know, just you see every detail, you know, you could window shop and see every detail in the Barney's window. Of course, this was when we had Barney, <laughs> we'll was, have something good again. Shopping, yes. <laughs> I love um, hearing about the different formulations. I want people to understand what this stuff looks like because for mm-hmm. me, when I'm buying a product. This is like, this is not your like hippie, um, this is not your hippie chick uh, mm-hmm. paraphernalia and accessories, you guys. This stuff is so beautiful and fashion forward. It's like there's a lot of the packaging is red and gold. I know the formulations are really thought through. So I want to talk about the superficial stuff. Mm-hmm. What One of the things that drew me to Her Highness was that you were doing it, Laura. But also, I just loved like how luxurious the products are. Can you talk about, you know, what went into it? deciding on that look? Because I think you're really connecting with women who are who would say, yeah, I'm not like your typical pot smoker. And then the formulations, like you have one for women who wear high heels, which I love. Just mm-hmm. talk about how fashion forward, um, if you would, Her Highness is, because I love that about it. Yeah. So nobody was going there. And as stylish women, you know, we really care about all of our accessories. And I, I truly feel that somebody like a vape is a fashion accessory. And it wasn't, and it should be. And so we <laughs> intended to glamorize cannabis, if you will. Um, and just thinking about out socially, you are with your friends and you pull out a vape. And you don't want to hold that vape between your fingers, kind of like, you know, an old school joint and, and smoke it that way. You, we wanted a um, Virginia Slim moment. You know, so thinking back at how smoking was glamorous at one point. And so you want it between your fingers. You want to kind of flail your arms while you're speaking and you're at this elegant party and you're wearing a fabulous dress and you have the most beautiful handbag. And so it has to fit into that lifestyle. We It took us a long time. We wanted something that was slimmer than anything we've seen on the market before. And it was a challenge because the battery has to live inside that slim body, but we mm. did it. Um, and we wanted a lot of things, you know, aside from quality for keeping to the superficial, we just wanted something with bling, you know, something that sh- was shiny and elegant. And so we created this very slim, long vape that um, it actually comes apart into two you can twist it apart and one part is your oil and the other part is your battery. Uh, But put together, it just looks like a seamless piece of jewelry, really. 
You know, that was our intention. It should look like jewelry. It does. And the way that we package it was very important as well. So our box um, has this drawer that slides out and it's, there's your vape sitting in red velvet right next to your USB charger, which is also gold-plated, electro-gold-plated. And no one's ever done that before. And when we went to our manufacturer, we was like, can you gold-plate this um, USB? They were like, huh? Why would anybody want to do that? But Because it's glamorous. It's glamorous. And every little part of it, the details, and women notice that. And we want everything to just be perfect. And, and yeah. yeah. And you've turned it into accessories, but also you have beauty products. Like you have a facial mask with CBD. You have a facial moisturizer. I just feel like it's, you have made CBD for those who want to and and THC. I feel like you're, you're turning it into part of self-care. And I think people have been so dishonest about that before now. And Uh I Yeah, right? It's like you're saying, no, this is an indulgence and we're going to make it look and feel like one. I've actually used CBD um, face masks before and gotten a CBD facial and it it changed the game. Like Mm -hmm. any sort of redness or inflammation that I had was gone. It was mind-blowing to me. And I went in skeptical. You know me. I'm always like, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm sure it works, whatever. Then I go in there and I'm like, okay, I take everything back. I'm sorry. It was the most amazing thing I feel like I've ever done for my face. Other than Botox. (laughs) (laughs) And speak about Botox. I mean, we have our, we have this beautiful facial oil and it's CBD combined with 1% hyaluronic acid. It's just Mm. so gorgeous. You know, I'm a big fan of facial oils and this by far is the best. You know, I'm not just saying that. Um, but anyway, it's it's so anti-inflammatory that I do use, you know, you can use it before you get Botox and after you get Botox. Like it's those qualities of CBD. And that's what I mean about bringing into women's lives. You know, we need this. We need the anti-inflammatory and it really works. You know, it's not just a gimmick. I think it got a bad rap for a while. But now that there are such quality products on the market, people are really discovering this in a big way. And they're not going back because it's truly this plant does so much. I mean, you can go into the chemistry of it, but um, the potential to create these very quality products is amazing. And I want to talk about the, because Wednesday you brought this up, the foot pads that we created. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with these, Whitney. We can wear our stilettos when we go places again or whatever crazy shoes we want. And and Laura has us covered. Yeah, so, oh, you know, CBD has pain relief qualities. And so there's something called a transdermal, which is a patch that you put on your arm or you can put it on a sore muscle. And when we thought about the patch and the pain relief it provides, we were like, well, women really need pain relief in their shoes, you know, my feet are killing me. (laughs) And we love to wear high heels. And so we created this product called, we we named it High Heels. And you adhere it to the balls of your feet. And then you slide into those beautiful stilettos, Jimmy Choo's, whatever. And you walk for six to eight hours pain-free. Wow. I totally need that because if I'm not in sneakers, like really good (laughs) pair of sneakers, I am in the highest stilettos you can possibly find. (laughs) Oh, I want to say, first of all, completely agreed. Like we, we both love our high heels, Whitney and I. Mm -hmm. Also, we're so petite too. We're so petite. We like to be up there in the clouds. The higher, the higher, the better in every sense. Okay. Hey, but the thing is that once Um, I'm wearing those high heels and my feet don't hurt. Eventually my back will start to hurt. And Laura has me covered there as well. Don't you? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) (laughs) We do have a pain relief tincture formula. We call it the Queen's Elixir. And we do it in a vape. And then we also do it as a tincture. And the tincture actually has 
CBD combined with another cannabinoid called CBG. So CBG is a lesser known cannabinoid, but you will hear more about it. And it's kind of like a bigger, better CBD. It has all these, it it provides all the anti-inflammatory, all the um, effects that you get from CBD. Plus it also, you know, they're talking about it to slow cancer cell growth. So it's being wow. researched as we speak, but you'll you'll hear more about it. So CBG, CBG, Whitney, we heard it here first. It happens so often. <laughs> I know, just dropped right here, you guys. <laughs> CBG, and then our other um, tincture formula has CBD and CBN, which you may have already heard of. But CBN, no, is an aged cannabis. So it creates a very sleepy effect, and so we put it into our Sleeping Beauty tincture. Oh, hell yes. Hell (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Wait, can I do that one? Or does that one have more than 3%? You can do that one. That one is hemp CBD. I'm going shopping after this. Yeah, Yeah. seriously. (laughs) I'm going on a shopping spree. So there's one question that I have too, a little bit, um, just to change directions a little bit, because we're talking about there's so many great like positive effects that come from THC and CBD and cannabis just in general. Um, what about all of the, the war on drugs? What about all of these people who are sitting in prison and jail for cannabis-related um, activities or situations? Because I was reading on here, it looks like you guys are trying to support um, some of our sisters and women who are doing time for cannabis. Uh, you know, it is so important. If you are in the cannabis industry and um, you have a career, these people pave the way for us. And so we need to give back and we need to make efforts to get them, you know, decarcerated back into society. So we, um, there's an organization called Last Prisoner Project. And it was founded by um, Steve D'Angelo, who's very active in the cannabis community. And we we love their mission, but we also, our focus is, as you know, on women. And so we approached them and talked about how we really want to help particularly women. And they loved the idea. There were three women that they gave to us on a silver platter, um, three women that have been released from prison that are just the most amazing human beings. And we've really gotten to know them. And we created um, one of our products is a single pre-roll, which, you know, I'd love to go into more of the detail just on the pre-roll itself. But we decided to do a version of that pre-roll and co-brand it with Last Prisoner Project. And Mm -hmm. on the back of this card, because it sits on a card, is a profile on each of the three women. So you get to read about their story and you read about Last Prisoner Project and it just, it makes so much sense. We all need to put our efforts there and try to get these, you know, minor crimes. And these women have served, the three women that we're aligned with at the moment have served between seven and 10 years in prison. That's insane you know, of very minor crimes. You know, one was sort of used more of a scapegoat for her boyfriend's crime. And really, really horrible stories, you know, when they talk about it, they're crying. One of them was very sick in prison. And then the third one left an eight-year-old child to be in prison for seven years. I mean, I'm so glad that you're doing this and talking about it as part of your mission. And especially to Whitney's point, you know, when you consider the fact that, you know, cannabis has been legalized for medical or adult use in, is it now 29 states plus the District of Columbia? And that these people uh, and these women are sort of left uh, in the prison system mm-hmm. for this really like antediluvian law. Um, I just feel like uh, I love that you made that part of your mission to educate people about that. So you can feel good about buying Her Highness, I have to say, for that reason, because of your social conscience that you guys have. And also, you know what I like? You don't have any parabens, sulfates, phthalates, aluminum, like none of that scary stuff 
if I were ingesting, I wouldn't be ingesting that. Just all around, you can, I feel good about this product. That's why I wanted to have you on. Thank you. Well, our our mission, we want to be the trusted brand in cannabis. And, you know, women care about what goes into their bodies. You know, they're, if they're moms, they're concerned with their child. But, you know, it's, it's just something that's natural for them. And, um, you know, we're very transparent about everything that goes into our products. We have something called um, a certificate of analysis called a COA. And that is on our website for every product that we sell. You can click in to this COA and you see all the testing that has gone on um, before the product was packaged. And actually, they double test it. So they test it after the packaging. But we've taken the same um, precautions to with our CBD line. It's not required. And I think that's part of the reason why CBD gets such a bad rap because... You can buy something, you know, they, you know, we talk about things that you can buy on Amazon and things that have been tested and do not actually contain what, what it says on the package. And, you know, I think that's a real problem because it's not regulated by the FDA yet. So that's sort of um, the controversial part of CBD. But what we do is we make everything transparent. And you go on our website, you click into the COA, you see all the testing results, you see that it actually does contain the exact amount of CBD that we have on our packaging. Um, The other thing that we did for our vape pens, which I don't really know any other brand that has gone this far, is we made the entire interior a medical grade stainless steel. Because Mm. even though, and the oil, like I said, like there are so many regulations, the oil is tested several times, but then it sits on the shelf and they sometimes have these random testings, but really once it's on the shelf, it's on the shelf and there could be leaching that happens when an oil is sitting with a metal for so long that we wanted to make sure that that doesn't happen with our products. So with the stainless steel, it doesn't happen. We also did um, a ceramic coil so that when you draw from the vape, um, the vape is only heating what you're drawing in. So other vapes, not all vapes, but a lot of vapes, reheat the entire oil every time. So, and that you know, deteriorates the quality of the oil as it's heated over and over. So we really just went the extra, extra, extra step because, you know, we don't want to use anything ourselves that would be unsafe in any way. And we want women to have confidence that they've found their loyal brands. You know, we have their back. We're showing everything. And, you know, that's really important to us. And I think very important to the destigmatization of cannabis. It's important to grow the industry because, you know, we, we call women that are not quite into using cannabis fully yet. We call them the canna curious. And it's a term that's used. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love it. And the kind of curious is our, you know, a big customer of ours. And I also want to say that when you asked me about the percentage of women, you know, and I told you it was 40 to 50%, mm-hmm. that's the percentage of women that are using cannabis. But if we step back and we look at the potential of women that could use cannabis, I mean, women are 52% of the population. So that's really our market because cannabis can be used in so many different ways through CBD, through recreational cannabis, that that's our market. It's really all women. Now, speaking of that, Whitney, I have to ask you, I have to ask you a question. Speaking of women being an important part of the market and all the creative ways we're using cannabis, Whit, do you like to have some weed before you have sex. I do. Yes. That what about you, Laura? Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> okay. I want to tell you guys that when I was writing on True, I was saying to women like, I I was like, wow, women really need variety and novelty and adventure. And a lot of times they're not getting it. And I heard from the, the women who reported sexual satisfaction in long-term relationships 
a lot of them just dropped into the conversation that they uh, got high before they had sex. And it had never occurred to me that that was giving women like a hit of novelty and variety. Like it was a new kind of experience having sex this way. Um, but I, I heard it repeatedly and then I read a lot of studies about it. So tell us what we can use in the Her Highness line because of your quality control and, you know, because of your transparency, you're you're the one that I would probably feel comfortable using. I don't know about you, Wit, but tell us about your pleasure oil. Oh yeah. And why, <laughs> why it's interesting. Like why should, why do you like to use weed before having sex? I mean, I like it for me. It's just because it's really, it's calms me down. It relaxes me, just puts me in that mood. It's like a yeah. glass of wine for yeah. maybe what women who don't do it do, right? Like, is I that- like it's, better than a glass of wine. I feel like it enhances everything. I actually like to even go to dinner um, high sometimes because everything tastes better. Like you're just, you're more aware and everything is just amplified. That's how I feel it. And you're, because it relaxes you, you can get into like a zone and really focus on how you're feeling. And that's very important. So I like to get high before sex. And then um, our pleasure oil is this complete enhancement. It's an oil that you apply topically. And it's not a lube. There are, you know, CBD and cannabis lubes on the market. But this, like in Her Highness fashion, was made specifically for women. And it creates a bigger longer, more intense orgasm. It's the best thing ever. (laughs) OMG. We're all about a bigger, longer, more intense orgasm. It's amazing. It's like nothing (laughs) else on the market. So, you know, CBD does its thing. We have a THC version, you know, that brings blood flow. The CBD is relaxing and but we have this ingredient that is a non-cannabis flower. It's the extract of a non-cannabis flower. And this flower is found in South America. When used in cooking, creates a pulsating, salivating effect on your tongue. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine how it works in the vaginal uh-huh. walls. And it really... Um, I sure can. <laughs> I'm imagining it right now. Right now. So your pleasure oil brings blood flow to the vulva and the clitoris. And also you have this um, ingredient that enhances lubrication in the pleasure oil. I mean, it creates lubrication, but it's more about um, like when you apply it, you immediately feel sensation. Like it just, it brings awareness there immediately. And then, you know, I've heard because I love getting feedback and we get a lot of people writing in because they love this product. Um, Some women like to wait, you know, 20 minutes and just kind of let it gel I think it works. I mean, it works immediately, but, (laughs) and Allison has a story where she thought she was going to have sex and something came up and then, you know, found herself several hours later and it was still as effective. So it, it does its job and you only need a few drops. I mean, it's truly a game changer. And that's a word that women have used about this product (laughs) over and over again. I love, I mean, Whitney, drop it in the cart. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just keep adding it. Add one, add one, add one. Keep adding <laughs> items to the cart. Sorry, you're now sold out. <laughs> um, you know, I of course I had to dive a little bit into the science about women and cannabis and mm-hmm. sex, you guys. And I have to say, the data are really impressive. Like I was going to say amazing, but like I then I just like put on my little social scientist hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um you want to hear some quick fun facts about women and sex and cannabis? Please. Love. Okay. So here's a fun fact that you guys probably already know, but there was this big 2010 Australian survey of 
like over 8,000 participants. And they found that for women only, cannabis increased their uh, sexual satisfaction, but men had the opposite happen. This is why I love what Laura is doing for women. For men in this big, well-designed study, um, if they used cannabis before sex, they experienced either inability to orgasm or they orgasm too quickly or too slowly. So they reported that it dampened their sexual satisfaction. But <laughs> women had the opposite effect. So in 2017, these people at Stanford um, decided, okay, we got to look into this. Like, what's the deal? And they found that marijuana users had higher sexual frequency than non-users. So in, an, in, a, in other words, anybody who was using weed was having sex more often. Mm-hmm. And so then there was another study in 2019 where people were like, well, if we have this thing about it, it's not so great for men. And then we have that it's increasing sexual frequency. What if what happens when women use weed prior to sex? And so this was at the St. Louis School of Medicine. They had like, you know, over 350 women participated in this. You guys, the numbers were amazing. The women who used um, marijuana before, I feel so funny, marijuana, but um, the women who used weed before they had sex, 2.13 times higher odds of having a great orgasm and 2.10 times higher odds of just saying, wow, this is just incredibly satisfying overall. So it's like, that's really, really big, right? Mm -hmm. And then everybody was like, well, you know what? Those studies were just a little bit too subjective. So there was this mother of all studies done on weed and women and sex. And it was, again, the Stanford people, (laughs) like in the Stanford urology department. Mm -hmm. I'm like, who are these potheads? (laughs) Okay, they did this huge, very big study. Um, It was like, you know, very well designed. and they found that they said, okay, well, let's really get into it. Like people can self-report satisfaction, sexual satisfaction, and women are doing it. But like, what does that actually mean? So they they talked to 450 women between the ages of 30 and 50. Most of them were married or in a long-term relationship, which we know leads to boredom and issues like that for a lot of women. And they were all women who were using weed six times a week. So they were into it. Okay, but then these researchers were like, Let's find out if it really is better. So they used um, an, an actual instrument called the FSFI, which is like the female um, uh, satisfaction. It's it's a measure, like it's a, an actual test where you're actually dimensionalizing what is sexual satisfaction. Listen to what the weed-using women reported. They had much higher reports of sexual satisfaction, including desire, right? Like wanting emotionally to have sex, arousal, physically wanting to have sex. They had better lubrication. They had better orgasm. They had better satisfaction and they had less pain. This study kind of was the the last, not the last straw. It it really proved a lot because it was so well-designed and they used an actual instrument to dimensionalize what sexual satisfaction meant. And I'm just here to say, as a sober person who can't, you know, smoke weed, I find this data so compelling about women and sexual satisfaction in weed that I'm really, really impressed by it. And I wish that I could smoke weed. And also, I find it hilarious that it does the opposite for men. What the hell? (laughs) I kind of love that. Well, I, I mean, there's the science. No, it's a female plants, right? It's all about the female. Ah, oh, no yeah. wonder. It's all wow. about female. She's got our backs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you know that for each additional, th- you guys, I'm sorry, I got, got to go back to this. For each additional time that a woman used weed every week in this Stanford, the second Stanford study, the odds of reporting sexual dysfunction declined by 21%. So it wasn't just that these women were having these much higher sexual satisfaction scores, but it was that if they used it more frequently, their 
dis, their sexual dissatisfaction level kept dropping. Laura, you're a genius. <laughs> I want to know if Wednesday, if you can use the pleasure oil. You don't so, get high. Because So tell me about the pleasure. The pleasure oil is what I put on my clitoris and my vulva. That's like mm-hmm. the... And can I use that? What? Yes, you can. I can? You can Whitney, use... Whitney, yes. we need to do a double blind try. Well, first go. of all, and I just want to make this clear, you don't get high... Women don't get high from using this oil <sighs> at all. That's so we, we have a CBD version and we have a THC version. Obviously, the THC version has the THC. So I don't know if you can use that or not, but you don't get high from either. Okay. I got to tell you guys something else about this study, just a quick thing. It didn't matter. They found, you know, with all these increased um, reports of sexual satisfaction on every measure among women, it did not matter if it was THC, CBD, how you consumed it, or the reason you were using it, no matter what. <laughs> if these women it's like, had a better time. Just do it. No matter how you get it in, you just go. <laughs> I love that I can use the pleasure oil. Yes, I love that too. I can't wait for you to try it. <laughs> what would you say, you know, in conclusion, we want to know how people can find you. Um, but what would you say to women? Because you, we didn't get to talk about how you started shop. Uh, sorry, um, girlshop.com, mm-hmm. which was an amazing um, e-commerce boutique for really cool clothes, or that you worked at iVillage. But you are like a serial entrepreneur. You keep having these successes. And Her, her Highness was really like this vision that you and Allison had. What can you say to women like me and Whitney and our listeners mostly who might be wondering about becoming entrepreneurs and who are just probably so inspired by your success. What are your words for them? I always encourage people to try. You have nothing to lose. Every time I've launched something that has been successful, there are so many women, not even women, just people who say, oh, I had that idea too. I thought that too. And really, it's about taking the action. And we all have great ideas, but make it happen. It's funny, my daughter, who's 11, I have two daughters, but um, we were having this, you know, before bed conversation last night. And we were talking about my business. And, you know, I really, I'm divorced. And one of the reasons I divorced was because I didn't feel like my now ex-husband was supportive. I did want to do another project and he just thought everything I said was just some loser idea and just wasn't behind me. And I felt like, you know what? I need to drop that baggage and I need to move on. And and part of it was that I wanted my children to see me create something from absolutely nothing into something amazing. And she said these words to me. She was like, you know, even if the company doesn't become successful, you've had this amazing experience and you built something. And it was like all these words that I could not believe were coming out of her mouth. But that's truly how I feel. It's just crazy that she said it. But I think, you know, you never want regrets in your life. And if you are passionate about something, you know, we have one life. You you must try it. So I, I encourage it. You don't need money. You know, you do need money at a certain point. But to test out an idea, you can, especially if you're resourceful enough to become an entrepreneur, you can figure out how to get it out there and validate it. And the money can come later. So I love talking to entrepreneurs. I, you know, especially women, I think we should all try something. And this whole time in quarantine and COVID, I've heard so many people reevaluate where they are in their life or work life. And it truly is, we have a short life, try it. You can fail and we all learn from our failures. I'm, the thing is, I'm not afraid to fail. And I think that's part of it. If you're not afraid to fail, you'll try things. And that, that um, fear of failure is probably what's preventing some people from going forward with their passion. 
Wow. If that doesn't fire you up, I don't know what does. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing will get you going if that doesn't. Right. Other than maybe the pleasure oil. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, you guys, I can't not wait to hear. After you try the pleasure oil, I want to, we need to touch base and, and I want to hear some stories. Me and Wednesday will just use the pleasure oil live on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, and the point is you do not need a partner. Right. You can, it could make your vibrator so much more fun or just masturbating with your hand or yeah, I'm just imagining all the possibilities. Are you Whitney? (laughs) Oh yes. You know, I am girl. (laughs) Okay, so on that note, Whitney and I are going to go have some private time. But <laughs> Laura, how can people find you on social media and how can they find and learn more about Her Highness? On social media, we are Her Highness NYC and we have a very active um, Twitter account and Instagram. And our website is herhighness.com. When you go there, you will see everything, our THC and our CBD. But go ahead, if you want to shop online, you will head over to our CBD products. And those are available nationally and internationally. And for the THC, we do have this um, little widget that you type in your, your zip code and it will guide you to where you can find THC if you're in California. And we are launching in Vegas in a few weeks and all of Nevada, but specifically um, Vegas. We're going to put a big push there. Beautiful. Yes. This is very exciting. People know where to find it now. It's up to you. Just take the step. And um, Laura, thank you so much for being with us. And thank you for Her Highness. Um, I feel like it's uh, a gift. Even though I can't use all of it, I can't wait to use the parts of it that I can use. Yeah, exactly. And thanks for taking the risk of doing this. I'm starting your own business when you have children and an ex-husband, this whole thing. It's awesome. Thank you for inspiring. Yeah. And I think, you know, something that's stigmatized to kind of go in and try to switch that, you know, it's a challenge, but I'm passionate. So I love all you women and I can't wait for, to get feedback. Everyone, please um, feel free to email through the website and Instagram. I love to get feedback. We just want to improve any products that need improving and we want um, we want your opinion. And That's great. They'll give it to you. Believe me, this I'm crowd sorry. will give it to you. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. Thank you Thank for having you. me. Okay. Bye. Hey, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you did, it would help us a lot if you would leave a review. Yeah. Leave a review, subscribe. We want to know how you guys felt about the episode. It really helps us out a lot to continue the success of the podcast and keep spreading our message.